0: Disclaimer What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off topic ranting. You have been warned.
1: Leo DiCaprio should play the middle. Michael beat Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jelly used to smoke the <laughs> <we> sweetshirt. <should. laughs> We are about to talk about bullshit pictures shots. Leo, jump, the camera, you should play the game. let Michael B. George, today, my sister, I said, Her the smoke, because my We are about to talk about bullshit pictures
0: Welcome to the show.
1: Your favorite actor. <laughs> My favorite actor. Our, Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. Technical
2: difficulties podcast. <laughs> I feel like we ain't had one of those in at least two episodes. Yeah, we've been doing pretty good. Alright, so you know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you'ma call it, the podcast, where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but Easily get off subject and, and get to talk about, about something else, <laughs> but you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archer, Baud, Young Denzel, O'Shea Bratz, the Third, Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain Jr., Baby Nate, Nate Ya Wine, Belly Rolling, Silk Pajamas, Caesar Christ and Roly Man.
1: Um, it's been so long. It's been a long day. Oh! Without you, my friend. I'm going to tell you all about it when I see you again. This is for you, Pablo. It's for you. You can find everything at The Great Musical. This is on soundcloud.com slash The Great Musical. You also can find it on iTunes under Leo B. Gyllenhaal, but you can probably type in Leo space B and it'll finish up for you. Joaquin Pennyworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Fix My Life Van Zant, host of a podcast that has one more episode this year before it's done. (laughs) <laughs> Kai Dolla Sign, Knife Guy, Book Engaging K. Y- y'all let me know in the comments who I should get on the show because right now I'm untouchable. <laughs> Young Black Phillip, even though I asked uh, Corey from The Challenge and uh, mm. Real World and I haven't got no response yet. He probably think he too big time. Forget he's, him. He's not though. Oh. Hey, uh, uh, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, and uh... Sweet Lady, would you be my, my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be
2: there when you need me. Just call and receive me Let's Kyries. Hey, we did that without having <laughs> a look at the been, lyrics. And it's
1: been weeks. Whew. <laughs>
2: hang. That was fire. Before I move any further, shout out to Duke for getting Marvin Bagley the third chipping oh, up this man. year. And we got uh, Trey Jones for next year. Tyus uh, Jones' brother. So Duke is looking pretty oh, good. Oh the- man. Duke is looking pretty good. Anywho, you seen any uh, movies since the last episode? Nope,
1: and I won't see any movies
2: <laughs> this weekend, probably. What's nah, gonna, I can't guarantee that. What's coming out? Lucky 7 or whatever? Is that what it's called? Logan Lucky.
1: <laughs> I was like, what is Lucky 7?
2: <laughs> I just want to, I need to see Annabelle still. Alright, so let me go down the list of movies that I saw since the last episode. This is two weeks, going over two weeks. First up. At the movies, seen a ghost story. I don't know if this is necessarily the worst movie of the year, but it's mo- the most unwatchable <laughs> movie of the year. I was a
0: bored.
2: Oh, my gosh. Let me just go over the quick notes. There is a at least this, this scene is at least five minutes long where Kate, or not Kate, her sister, Rooney Mara, is eating pie. Just in the kitchen, eating a pie. It lasts about five minutes. No words are said. She's literally just eating pie. Um, I, I mean, the, the, I get what the, the message and delivery of the movie is trying to get, but it's, it's just boring. <laughs> and this movie was two sentences away from being a silent film. I think the Lord that it wasn't longer than the 90 something minutes, I believe it was. And this, you know how movies, uh, people like to call movies like artsy movies and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. This is a legit version, or this is the legit meaning of this, because this was like a painting. (laughs) Nothing really happened. It was boring to look at, but many people like to convey a message from it, and that makes them say, oh, this was good. I ain't hating on the movie. You will definitely see this movie somewhere down at the lower end of my list. Will it be last? Will it be in the top ten? I don't know, but I am definitely calling it, if it's not the worst, it's the most unwatchable movie I've seen in a while. Next up, the Emoji Movie. Now, the character, the lead character in the movie was supposed to be meh. His character summed up this movie. The movie was meh. The character himself might have struggled to be meh, but the movie was meh. Their little town they were in, at first when they called it Textopolis, I was like, well, this is, that's a trashy name for a movie or for a city <laughs> that deals with emojis. But then it ended up being in like the cell phone and like that. It was like they were actually in the text app. So, I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, there was a ki- the kid in the movie, he was flipping out that his phone was making noise. Never, t- uh, he thought about, or he never got to the point where he thought about putting it on silent. He just thought I gotta get my phone fixed. <laughs> um I'm a an Anna Ferris fan. But I don't know about her as a voice actor because she, she has one of those voice just like Kevin Hart, I like Kevin Hart, yeah. but him as a voice actor doesn't really translate well. I ain't like that. So I got I feel the same way about Anna Ferris. Um I was laughing at some of like the emojis. <laughs> the jokes that they would have that were like emoji based, like the generic ones. I thought they were pretty funny. Um and I don't understand why they would make an emoji movie, but it not star the popular emojis. Yes, it just seems like a <laughs> wasted opportunity. But like, you know, it'll be like a flame. Was a flame in it? A little nope. fire. <laughs> it was just the. They had like the the dep- generic popular emojis you can think of, but the leads were meh. Uh, high f- so- the high five. Whoever oh uh, nice. James Corden, he played. I think he played high five. Something like that. And then she was, well, she was supposed to be like a hacker, but she had to be like a princess or something. I know they can't put the eggplant in there. That was in there. That was, and that was one of the unpopular emojis. They had like the little emojis nobody uses anymore, and that was part of that. I was just like, <laughs> but when I saw that, I was like, that's kind of nasty. It really is. <laughs> but Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't see how the, I, I don't get how the movie got such an awful rating. I would think it at least being the 20 percentile but it's it wasn't terrible but it wasn't good. Alright next saw The Dark Tower. I would lean to say that movie was pretty bad. <laughs> that movie stunk. For a movie when you see when you see a movie like this you think the movie's going to be about what do you say about two hours? Yeah. And when you saw that it's like 90 something minutes you're like oh this movie must be action packed. They must just <laughs> non-stop action throughout the whole thing. Nope, this movie was boring. I never thought I would see a movie where Idris Elba is holding a gun and he looked uncool than he was in just a regular movie. Like your movie got to be bad if you can make Idris look like just a plain fella, like not a good actor. How do you got two great actors in one movie and it's crazy? They just look this bad. This movie was so anticipated, it's, and the director is talking about how he set up like uh, future installments no. You literally made this movie short so you could have opportunity to explore other stuff in other <laughs> movies, but you uh, made this movie whack. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey looked sicker than he did in Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. It was funny, at the beginning of the movie I literally caught it and I said it out loud. There's a this little kid, he's the star of the movie, he was sitting there being weird, drawing something, and and I was like, why, right when they showed it, because he was in school, and I was like, a bully's about to come up, and he's about to take his notebook and do something <laughs> wrong with it. What immediately happened? Kid came up. <laughs> a bully came up, snatched his little sketchbook away. But then the shocking thing happened. The loser ended up beating the bully up. So I was like, that's odd. Right. Um, what else do I have here? This movie plays like a boring pilot to a Dark Tower film series. Oops, That was a bad idea. The CGI moments were too obvious, and they looked bad. The action scenes weren't good. The final shooting action scene was whack. Um, this movie was just boring. Like I don't know, the six the sixty million that they spent on this movie must have went to Idris and Matthew McConaughey because I don't see how they put it into the movie in any way, sort of fashion. They even underused um, what's his name. Jackie Early Haley, who he he is getting underused in a bunch of movies (laughs) lately, which is sad. I think uh, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of killed his career (laughs) because he's been taking some roles he shouldn't take. All right, switch it back to at home for my Blu-ray marathon. I watched Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, completely forgot I had this movie. I actually, this was one of my favorite paranormal movies, and I'm not saying it's a great movie by any means, but it's one of my favorite Paranormals after the first one just because the chemistry between the two leads, they were funny. I don't like how the movie brought up more questions, didn't answer them, and then didn't answer the, a lot of the previous questions that the other installments of the series brought up. I did like the time travel twist element at the end of the movie where they brought the movie back to the first one, just showing it from a different angle thought that was pretty cool, but just what kills me about the Paranormal franchise is all the questions they bring up but don't answer. (laughs) Alright, going back to the movies, I watched Landline. If I was to compare this to Jenny Slate's other comedy that's from the same director, Obvious Child, I would say this one is better. Because I actually wasn't feeling Obvious Child that much. But in the movie's defense, I was I did fall asleep through a majority of it. <laughs> um, this movie was funny at times, even though it felt more like a drama than a comedy, and there were very few laugh out loud moments. So I would like to see more of those if you want to balance the comedy drama element. There was like a drug um, little element to the story with the young sister in the movie that I felt wasn't implemented in the right way because you thought it would lead up to something big and what it led up to didn't feel that big to the story as a whole. Um, but that sister, I don't remember her name, don't even feel like looking it up. She was the <laughs> standout of the cast. And I enjoyed the story that dealt with two cheating relationships and told from like different perspectives. I like I liked to um, <laughs> I like the story and I like the movie as a whole. I just wish they would have balanced the comedy and drama better. Um. Uh, what? else next movie? All right. Next, I watched. I finally saw Atomic Blonde. Hey. Can't even lie. I was disappointed in this movie. <laughs> I was. I don't. I because when I I saw the movie, then I went back and listened to the episode that uh, we did where y'all were talking about it, and y'all clearly said that it has a story to it. Mm-hmm. But when I went into the movie, I was like, I don't want to see no movie with story. I want to <laughs> see action with a very light story that's easy to follow. This movie does not have that. It has a story that you need to pay attention to uh-huh. and watch. And that kind of threw me off. And I felt like they did not... I would like to see them balance the action scenes better with, like... Because it felt like they put one here, spaced here, long space. That great action scene where they were fighting on the stairwell that and in the crazy. room. And then, like, a little bit... Or then spaced it to the little shooting scene at the end. I like to see them, like... To spread them out in a better manner, then I would enjoy the movie. I think I would enjoy the movie more if I wasn't if I wasn't expecting like a dumb action movie. <laughs> but that that fight scene where they were in the stairwell, that was dope. That is, uh, I think you mentioned it on the other episode. One of the better scenes in a movie this year. That was definitely mm-hmm. dope. I liked um, this is the director's name, David Lech, Leach, whatever. I liked the style that he did with directing, and how the movie felt like one of those. Uh, film festival type of films the way he shot it like the little uh, neon lights and the colorful stuff he was throwing in there yeah. in the soundtrack I thought that was dope like I said the score was good um, the whole twist at the end with who was actually like the real villain mm-hmm. I wanted to be surprised by it but I really wasn't <laughs> um, yeah this was just I was I was disappointed in this movie but that one scene showed me like what I wanted from the movie I don't need stuff as long as and as big. Because I see it was dope. The fact that a majority of it was shot in like one take, or how it made it look like it was shot in one take, was mm-hmm. definitely sweet. But I just needed more action and less story is what I wanted from this type of movie. But I'm looking forward to the director, how he's going to do... Uh, Deadpool too, because he killed or
1: literally Deadpool, people dying on that set. This
2: week was wild. Tom Cruise trying to do his own stunts again <laughs> and hurting himself to somebody dying. That's
1: crazy. That is not,
2: no, it's not. And in uh, both of those movies then got shut down for a little bit because mm-hmm. of this stuff. My gosh. All right, after Atomic Blonde, I saw Detroit. No boogers. Uh, where's my notes? Don't call me eight hundred number. Um First up, I will say that... See, I am I need to pay attention to the... There's some movies you need to pay attention to the marketing for. Because like I said, with Girls Trip, I didn't think that Regina Hall was going to be the star of the movie. I, thought, I just assumed it was going to be Jada Pinkett Smith. I was wrong. But this movie, I thought it was going to be more of an ensemble cast where there's not one person you could say was starring in it. I was wrong. (laughs) This movie stars... Algie Smith? Is that how you pronounce that dude's name? Oh, yeah. It stars him and Will Poulter. Dang. But they promote it as if John Boyega is the star of the movie. And with Anthony Mackie as the... (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, John Boyega is in the movie a lot, but he's like... He's there, but he's off to the side. (laughs) But even though he was... That was his role in the movie. Even though, like, towards the end of the movie, his role gets more pronounced... He showed that he could actually be a good actor. I was watching this movie, or is a good actor and can't be like a great actor. And I was watching, I was like, he, I can see him being around for like 20, 30 years just because of how he's able to carry himself in these type of films. It'll translate you gotta keep more.
1: doing that. And don't do the circle type performance yeah. he put on.
2: He, can, he, he he has that balance he he can do action movies clearly with Star Wars and I'm going to assume in Pacific Rim and then he's able to balance it with roles like this cuz in this movie he didn't look young he looks like <laughs> he just he was uh an adult but then in like stuff with Star Wars he he gave off the energy that he was very young so if I was to even though I like Daisy Ridley more and she does have a great looking movie coming out this year he is carrying his career in a better way yeah. than I would say
1: she is doing. He was quick to get his specific round. Yeah. She slowly she stumbled yeah.
2: into <laughs> She's beating around the bush in the road, she's doing. Long time. So it's, it might be harder to gauge because he jumped right into doing movies. She seems like she's signing on for a bunch of movies. <laughs> <laughs> she's just not. Yeah, she ain't doing them yet. Cause that one she got with Tom Holland and uh, Nick Jonas, I forget oh, yeah. what it's called. That sounds sweet. I just don't like that Nick Jonas being movies now. Yeah, he's. I didn't know he was a star all around like that. But yeah, so that's with John Boyega, Jason Mitchell. He was barely in the movie, but he oh, yeah. showed that he is the best actor of the Straight Outta Compton bunch. <laughs> um, they spent too much time. Doing, the uh, there's like the movie is split up into three sections. It goes, it starts out, uh, with the riots and then giving you a little backstory on your main characters. Then it goes into like an hour, hour plus long investigation of who the alleged sniper is that takes place in that little motel. And then it goes to the trial part of the movie. That middle portion is too long because <laughs> it just feels like. R- racist it's just it's, it's just way too racist for a way too amount of time it's just like alright they're just that was just getting it's just they're doing the same thing over and over again it's, all you're just seeing is racism racism is just getting out of control it's just too long um uh there was just a funny moment where Algie Smith's character he uh ends up leaving his group the little music group that he's in and his group or in, and he's replaced by Miguel in the group, and that's not that's like an upgrade, but and um yeah, this is just one of those movies that you're watching, you just shake your head like it's crazy how stuff was back in the day, but it does a good job delivering like a tough message, and you got to get through the whole movie Absolutely. to fully Absolutely. to fully look at the movie as the solid body of work that it is. Will Poulter was great in the movie. He He's a weird-looking fella, but
1: he... <laughs> he was originally supposed to be playing It in this new- <laughs> He could have played It. <laughs> I don't know what...
2: was It, it might have been Detroit that made him not be able to do it. It was something. That might have backfired because It's looking like it's going to make some money. Detroit <laughs> is bombing, and I was in that theater. There was me, one other person, and we were in probably the Yikes. biggest theater that that the movie theater had. So that was a little worrisome. I hit the wrong the sound effect button. But I think, Will Potter should have went with uh, it because when we were seeing the next movie about to talk about, they had the little extended scene trailer oh, yeah, of yeah. the one where he's the kid's talking to him in the sewer, talking to Pennywise in the sewer. And I was like, oh, whoever's playing this Pennywise fella it might be up for villain of the year because uh-huh. that little <laughs> psychotic little dialogue he was delivering was good but will Poulter definitely might be is definitely in the running cuz he did a great job in this movie so shout out to him and then moving on to the last movie I've seen Annabelle creation Um, now the first Annabelle I wasn't too uh, in love with I thought it was cool but it was nowhere near the conjuring one or two this one actually got good reviews People talking about his head and shoulders above the other one. I don't necessarily see that. <laughs> this one took forever to get going. Uh, the beginning part was slow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the first kill wasn't. Uh, that came out. Of, that was quick. But the whole beginning part itself, setting up the movie, was very slow. This actually wasn't really an origin story. It told you the origin of the doll mm-hmm. in the movie, but it wasn't what the story was about. So I would like. I would have liked to see an actual origin story of the doll, but I feel like that movie also might have been too close to the first one, so that might be why they didn't do it. Uh, Like I said, the beginning's too slow. Once the, the action for a horror movie starts, it gets good, but the way it ends is lackluster. The way it connects to the first movie I thought was actually dope, so it ended the movie on a good note. But just at the end of the day, I don't see this. I can't tell if I like this one more than the other one. But it's still a win for the the Conjuring franchise because, for one, even James Wan just recently said it, I accidentally made a franchise out of this. It wasn't <laughs> meant to be like that. So the fact that that happened and the movies are making a buttload of money, whether you like them or not, they're still making money, and there's only one movie in the whole universe that people didn't really necessarily like when it comes to the ratings and stuff. So That's funny that
1: the win. Conjuring movies are based on true stories. The spinoffs are made up. Just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they need
2: to put loosely based, because that second one that's Those
1: <laughs> things ain't, didn't happen. <laughs> that, <ain't> happen.
2: <laughs> that was very loosely based on the true story. But yeah, those are all the movies that I've seen. Before we get to some stuff for this week's episode, just got a couple past episode reflections from episode 64. I said the director for John Wick 2 was the director of Atomic Blonde. No, the director of John Wick 2 was his former, I don't know if they're former, but former directing partner, oh, yeah. Chad Stasloski. And then I already said who directed Atomic Blonde. So, messed that up. And then when we were talking about Common, how much he does not look like a basketball player. I said Common is 5'8". He's actually six foot. still <laughs>
1: <So> didn't look <laughs> like a basketball player.
2: And the, that the Sylvester Stallone movie, we called it uh, Escape Route. I think it's actually called Escape Plan.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, Not that like, it because
2: <laughs> no one cares about the movie. Alright, so, before we jump into topics and stuff for this week, I just want to say... We got the resolution for our Teen Choice Awards predictions, so we get to see which one of us got the most right, because that Mm -hmm. came on this past Sunday. I'm pretty sure neither of us watched it. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) And just want to say Leonardo DiCaprio will be playing Leonardo da Vinci in a biopic, so add that to another (laughs) long list of movies that he has in the works. When will we see any of these movies? I don't know. All right, you got something you want to start out with before we move on? Y'all know what that sound means,
1: and if you don't, it's time for one of our games. This game is now titled Nathan on the Track. This is the game where I name name the actors from the number 10 build actor to number 1, and he has to try to guess what movie this is. Let me go ahead, pull up the first movie, something I should have been doing while we were doing the last segment. (laughs) This is, this is. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. Your first actor
2: is C.S. Lee. That don't sound like a name to me, so (laughs) I don't know who that is. So, next,
1: at number nine, Carla Gugino. Oh,
2: is this an uh, earthquake movie? <laughs> so she. I would hope she would be built like two, <laughs> three, four.
1: Next. At eight, we got James Raymar. Next. At seven, we got the... Little boy that stayed little boy size Atticus Schaefer. He on a what's it called the middle. So I had to look up how old he is because I believe he's a child. oh the 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 youngest one yeah he's nineteen. In real <laughs> I don't know. What it is. <laughs> he next. is tiny. Um, next we got Jane Alexander. Next up next we have somebody previously mentioned Idris Elba he's the fifth build person on this film next uh, next is Megan Good Megan Good
2: and Idris Elba <laughs> yikes must be one of them. old oh, joints. Idris and Megan. <laughs> Next. Next is
1: Cam Gig... How you say his name? G- Gondi- G- Giga Gigadent. Or whatever his name is. <laughs> I have a new clue. <laughs> Next. Gary Oldman is the second build.
2: Gary Oldman and uh, Megan...
1: Good. <laughs> that really Listen, does this, sound crazy. Throw me all off. <laughs> man. Okay, I ain't gonna get this one next. Number one, Odette Annabelle Eustman. I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> this movie goes by the name of the unborn.
2: Yep, that's exactly why. <laughs> that movie is so forgettable oh my gosh all right go
1: over to our next movie let me type this in all right this next movie one two three
2: four five six seven eight
1: nine ten your first name is Dennis Quaid.
2: A dog's purpose? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: next. Your next name is Kate Walsh. Next. <laughs> Willa Holland.
2: Next. <laughs> Kevin Durand. Oh, I thought you were about to say Durant. I just recently just <laughs> know who that is, but I can't... I just wrote his name down. Next.
1: John Tenney. Next. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton. Next. <laughs> Adrian Palicki. <laughs> is this Jai? Joe? Nope.
2: G.I. Joe. I can too? see why you. He- <laughs> <No.
0: laughs>
2: uh, she don't. What movies is she be doing?
1: Next. Third build actor, Tyrese Gibson. By the way, he played a character named Kyle, if that's. <laughs> not too fast, too furious, because Dennis Quaid ain't in there. But I have something that'll make you think it is the (laughs) next. It better not be Paul Walker or Vin Diesel. They did a movie.
2: (laughs) Uh, Tyrese, okay. His filmography can't be that big. (laughs) It's not Transformers. Is it Transformers? Nah, she wasn't in. Dennis Quaid wasn't in any of those. Uh, It felt like he was. Yeah, but I say he could play the president easily. (laughs) It's not four brothers, because he wouldn't be... Nah, that's not for brothers. Dennis Quay wasn't in there. Uh, Tyrese. It's not waist deep because Tyrese first built. It ain't Baby Boy because Dennis Quay wasn't in Baby Boy. <laughs> that would be wild if he was. <laughs> Tyrese. It's not any of the Fast and Furious. What other movies does Tyrese. Do? Ooh. Yeah, now I'm inter- interested in seeing what this is. Next. Next one is Lucas Black. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh.
2: Tyrese said Lucas Black got history. Next.
1: And the number one. Bullet- Wait. The movie kind of like got in my head and then just left real quick. Next. The number one built person is Paul Bettany. I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> this movie is called <laughs> Legion.
2: Oh, he, that's the yeah, Lucas Black wasn't that? That movie was trash.
1: <laughs> I pulled out some difficult ones today.
2: I, for, I forgot Tyrese was in that forgettable movie. <laughs> All right, our final movie. Let's we'll get this set up. I'm doing my Diddy hand on my hip dance right now. <laughs> it's only fitting because he slapped Drake. <laughs>
1: All right, this one may be an easy one for you. At 10, we got John Hurt. John Hurt, next. <laughs> Nine, Yo Vasquez. Next. Seven, or eight, Christian George. Next. <laughs> Seven, Oliver Cooper. Next. <laughs> Six, Michael Esper. Next. <laughs> Five, Anthony Mackie. I take that back. Four is Anthony Mackey. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I'm gonna use now I'm gonna use the next person to figure it out next. Alright, three, Gemma Art Arterton. Arterton, whatever however you say her name. Was Anthony Mackey
2: a handsome Gretel? <laughs> nope. Uh Anthony Mackey. I I know this movie's trash. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh not Prince of Persia. That'd be weird if Anthony was in there.
1: Next. Next is, this may be the giveaway, Ben Affleck. Anthony
2: Mackie and Ben. It's only two my time They did
1: a buddy movie together. That would be crazy.
2: Ben Affleck don't do movies. <laughs> Gemma. Why is this kind of them two in a movie together and Ben Affleck's not the top building and there's Anthony Mackie in it. Ben Affleck is in a movie. <laughs> Why can't I figure this out? Uh, I'm going to be mad when I figure out what it is. <laughs> it's not the town. It's not Argo or nothing.
1: Next! And the number one billed actor goes by the name of Justin Timberlake.
2: Anthony, oh, yeah, Anthony Mackie was in <laughs> Runner. I knew it was a whack movie. Hey.
1: <laughs> Runner Runner is the movie. It's that,
2: like the only movie he's been like, Ben Affleck's been a co-star in that he's done recently. And that was started from the bottom. Oh,
1: oh, but it's not over.
2: We ain't done.
1: It's not over. I need all my sound effects working at the same time. If you hear this, you this know du- what game we playing today.
2: This dude just announced he's going on tour.
1: Uh-huh. It's time for another game of Brother, Brother, or Brother. That's when I describe a movie and give you some sibling actors and Michael B. Jordan <laughs> to see who should star in the movie. Now, today... This movie is about a guy and a girl. An unlikely pairing, I guess you could say. <laughs> they become partners in a space program. But after the whole space fleet is killed, it is up to them to save the planet against the evil aliens. Hmm. Twist time. Who should direct this? Okay. The Wachikowski sisters?
2: Oh my gosh.
1: The <laughs> I forgot that's what the car, <laughs> the Cohen brothers or Ryan Coogler and it stars Michael B. Jordan
2: <laughs> this got the Wachowskis written all over it space, it's <laughs> weird <laughs> try aliens in there I'm gonna go with them alright let me and
1: our second movie when Big Mama dies Oh god it's, it's up to the young <laughs>
2: As it Martin Lawrence's Big
1: Mama? Nah, everybody got a big mama. Uh, okay. The- is- when Big Mama dies, it's up to the youngest of the family to spearhead the family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Who should <your> star? <laughs> Get this out. Evan Ross? <laughs> <laughs>
2: tracy ellis ross oh (laughs) (laughs) god michael b jordan no disrespect to tracy ellis ross because she's on a hilarious television show right now but evan ross i'm running out of siblings (laughs) and now we're getting (laughs) kudos to actually remembering that evan ross is an actor I'll be struggling every week when I come. Like, all right, who haven't I used yet? Evan Ross. I seen him. Atlanta or ATL keeps coming on. So that's why I seen him. When I did my nine hundred two and zero re-binge. Oh yeah, he was on there.
1: He is he married to Ashley Simpson?
2: He was. I don't know if he still is because they're both off the radar. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Michael B. Jordan. God,
1: dang. <laughs> okay. Let's finish casting this movie. Who's playing be.
2: Big Mama? Monique. Could, she black. Boss. Wait, but then she
1: dies. That's too early. So gotta be like a uh, anybody, just like in a uh, Civil War when they had black. Oh, uh, that, that
2: <laughs> was the most annoying casting of that whole movie. Um, oh, big girl. We're the big girls. Hey, if Jennifer was, yeah. and some whatever. I was about to say if Jennifer Hustle was still big. Now, who's uh, playing his family? JB Smooth. You got to be the uncle. Yeah. Uh, uh, Little bro or cousin can be who was supposed to be the next Michael B Jordan J- J- Jesse T Usher. Okay, yeah. Um, um, we can go ahead and Danny Glover. He can play He got to be the I say he got to be the dad, the dad or the, the, who, the, the who one wife guy. All right. kind of feel like we kind of cast in uh, this is, that new, that ra- recent Christmas movie that Literally. <laughs> Danny Glover's in that. Jesse T.
1: is in that. J.B. Smoove is in that.
2: Oh, I, I was going to say. Romney Malco should be uh, in this. Playing yeah, he's, he'll bring the movie down. Yeah. I don't want to say his name on his, his negativity. He me. <laughs> I was going to say they can bring in D.C. Young Fly to be the funny friend. Yeah.
1: That would have been perfect. All right, so. D.C. Young... Okay, Michael B. Jordan movie with his surrounding cast <laughs> being D.C. Youngfly, Jesse T. Usher, Danny Glover,
2: yeah, you gotta add somebody J.B. Relevant. Smooth. You could uh, go for the, you could say like the Denzel's could have been like the. Nah, that's too high up. Uh, now the ladies
1: in this movie, I'm thinking Tessa Thompson. Of course, they got the chemistry
2: from <laughs> Creed. That'd be his like girlfriend or wife or something. Yep. And then,
1: you gotta have a white guy. Who are we going with? Michael Rappaport or like a. Nah. Uh, Peter so, Dinklage. <laughs> I
2: forgot Peter Dinklage was in he Death done of a Funeral. Uh, um, I want somebody good because somebody needs to help this cast. Uh, James Martson.
1: Hasn't he done I a feel black like he's movie?
2: He's done. He played that character before. So we can't go James
1: Martson. <gasps> Ashton Kutcher. <laughs>
2: So we know our movie is going to be under under fifty percent because we already did our Ashton Kutcher study. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't make quality movies.
1: <sighs> we should get this roll.
2: I feel like he's got to be a funny person, like
1: Rob Corddry, or you know what? This would be a big turn, but he would do it because he does anything. James Franco,
2: he could, <laughs> he would, he, and he could say like some obvious un or unintentional racist stuff. Yep. And then a
1: good movie, so movie. Oh, we need a bad guy. Like Ja Rule or somebody.
2: Heavens no. I don't want to see him carrying around tied shoestrings again over with his shoes over his shoulder looking to get the dude with the braids to sign <laughs> him.
1: Oh Lord. Where is he? What's his name? that's what he got looked up. That was
2: Who what? or is Ja Rule or Dude with the Braids?
1: Both. With no hangy. <laughs> That was this week's brother, brother, and brother. I gotta look
2: up where my (laughs) man is. That dude had no hang time on his brakes. He played for the Nets. Oh, Lord. And Ja Rule was his arch enemy. Megan Good was his go-digging girlfriend. Oh, Megan Good, now she's a little older now. Yeah, even though she was in Saw. I (laughs) put the brakes on putting her in movies. (gasps) You know what the dream movie would be? (laughs) Bringing her and Arnaz back for a movie to relive the old Cousin Skeeter days. Oh, yeah. With Bill Bellamy. That <laughs> <It> sucks <so laughs> That's bad.
1: one of them straight to black BT
2: <laughs> stars or something.
1: Right. By the way, Queen Latifah produced this movie The Cookout, mm-hmm. which had Danny Glover in it. This young man does not have a clickable Wikipedia page. So there's
2: no movies besides this one.
1: His name is Curran Pender, but on the credits, it was credited as. Storm P. Oh, so he must be like a fake rapper or something. Now let's go ahead and type it. I just asked who should be on the podcast. Let me keep my comments to myself. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs>
2: Shout out to Storm P.
1: Hold on, look at this cast. You had Wendy Williams. Oh my God, was Charlamagne in there too? <laughs> I uh, don't see them. The two fat brothers. Yeah, I remember the them. Them dudes brothers. got
2: real chunky for that movie. They had Queen Latifah, Danny Glover. Queen Latifah was the cop. I remember. Uh huh. Eve. Wasn't uh, Eve the girlfriend that he was going after? The nice girl. Movie? I cannot remember. Farrah Fawcett. RIP. RIP on Michael Jackson's death day. Tim Meadows. <laughs> Tim Meadows. Jaw Roll.
1: He played Bling Bling. <laughs> Megan Good. Jennifer Lewis. Another blackish person. And Quorin Pender, a.k.a. Storm P. Now, let's type in Quorin Pender. trash. And there's some other white people in this movie. I ain't feel like naming them.
2: All right, where you at, Quorin? Quorin Storm P. Reynolds? Is that His line? images are blurry. <laughs> he was back there when them cameras weren't good. Is he dead? Hold on. Is he a basketball player? Is he I'm... I'm trying to. I see
1: murder. I see. Hold on. Is actor he, spared death after avoiding ambush hit with coke dealers.
2: Oh, so he beat death. Actor turned up. Oh, so he went to. He went to selling so dope. Is. No wonder he ain't famous no more.
1: This <laughs> is. I didn't know who's gonna. Yikes. A struggling actor. No, he was beyond
2: struggling. <laughs> he wasn't even an actor. He's just a guy who did one movie.
1: A bi-coastal cocaine ring he once worked for testified Tuesday that he thought his high school pal was involved in the midtown murder of oh. a law student who moonlighted as a drug mule. Oh, so he's snitching. Dang. He, gra- he graduated college. He starred in the cookout. Forget a Caron Butler movie. This
2: dude needs his own movie.
1: He agreed to flip on his high school pal, Lloyd McKenzie in exchange for a 5 year prison sentence which he already served. Oh, he's did the movie knocked out a little jail sentence. He needs his own movie. My man is
2: free. What else do I got? He, he needs his own movie. They don't even have to say it's based off of somebody.
1: Oh, they got all his little snitching quotes. He was pretty big on the night scene and he was a pretty cool guy and could get me into a lot of parties. Pender like, said, wearing a preppy blue sweater as about two dozen of the defendant's friends glared at him from the gallery. He was, oh, a, legit,
2: he, he was a legit snitch. He's getting clapped on, because <laughs> this is from this year. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> <he> get, s- <laughs> well, when we remember who this dude is a year from now, he's, he will say. Oh, he kept, kept snitching. <laughs> he,
1: mentioned, uh, he mentioned he needed help selling cocaine, or white, as he referred to of course. it. This dude, is, this dude snitched. A few months later, that dude was shot dead. Oh, he's snitching on the dead, homie. Dang. He was shot in broad daylight in front of a boy's boarding school. He was on his way to collect 161,000. And Pender had unknowingly arranged the the fateful meeting via his phone. He set up his boy dying. He was a drug lord. He was working as a middle school teacher at Pacific Hills School. And he had coordinated the cash drop while teaching an American history class. This dude was on his phone teaching. Said with the little drug bust. Actor slash drug dealer slash
2: teacher. If he don't get his own movie. <laughs> the
1: shooter, who, this is writing itself. The shooter who fired one bullet into the back of Woodard's head. Who's the dude he was snitching on? Was never caught. But prosecutors say McKenzie was the getaway driver who orchestrated the killing to get out of paying his debt. Dang, just run off on the plug. You ain't got to murder him. This is... (laughs) (laughs) On the day of the shooting, Mackenzie told Pender, a.k.a. Shoddy P or whatever his little rap name was. Storm P. (laughs) Storm P. He had met Woodard and made a partial payment then pressured him to fly to New York. Alright, he's finishing his snitching. I had a text message from Mackenzie saying, you need to come to New York. It doesn't matter what the cost is. I got an envelope. About an hour later, he learned of Woodard's
2: death. Yeah. I was just hoping you was a struggling rapper right yeah. now. I ain't oh, special. okay. Here's some other information on
1: him. Um, Pender, who grew up in a housing project in Jamaica, Queens, admitted that he lived a life of crime, even while a student at Cornell. <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> he and some pals stole from the school and other students on campus. Pender also sold marijuana throughout college and continued the illicit trade after he was hired by a UBS Bank and JPMorgan Chase. When he moved to Los Angeles, he began selling weed by the pound. <laughs> Even <laughs> while working as a teacher at Pacific Hill School in West Hollywood, he said, "Pinder's movie roles weren't profitable." He said <laughs> he only got he still got more than he got about ten thousand for starring in the comedy The Cookout, opposite rapper turned actress Eve.
2: That's how we look at that movie. This next sentence
1: <laughs> is something of note, and that I did not know. He got about the same for the 2011 sequel, The Cookout, too a film <laughs> I have never heard of and the fact that for the sequel he yeah, still he,
2: got 10k yeah you robbed him so just like okay, you so robbed them people in college
1: yeah so he had $20,000 he's also he, on a teacher's salary so
2: that's about $30,000
1: $30,000 so he, he flipped that to a 50000 which would be a normal person's job then he was selling it by the pound <laughs> now I can look up how much you sell weed by the pound yeah, for it. maybe I, I, then, can, I
2: don't know I can see why he went directly back to drug dealing, because he... There's so
1: many articles on him. This dude has an interesting story. He
2: needs a movie. Something. <laughs> is... American Nobody crime story. Nobody talking about him?
1: Nobody cares about him who was in the movie? Yeah, Eve ain't checking up on him? Jai he... ain't checking up on him? Let me look at this, because this one says, The cookout actor Corn Pender almost killed mob style. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because all your tattle-telling...
1: Dang, he was snitching. This is crazy. Dang. How old is this dude? I think he's almost 40. Yikes. He is 38. Yikes,
2: yeah, he need his own little flick. Somebody right. could do it.
1: I'm off that. Time to type in the cookout, too.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I got, like, a kind of a memory of it, but I don't remember him being in it.
1: Free, uh, corn, and rest in peace to... Oh, they got the whole movie on YouTube if we want to watch it during one of the podcasts. We might
2: have to add that to the list of great movies. It It premiered on BET, it said. (laughs) So this was the type of movie that would have made it to the theaters back in the early 2000s is what they're saying.
1: This cast, first of all, rest in peace Charlie Murphy because he starred in this
2: movie. Also, speaking of Charlie Murphy, he got... Brutally murdered on Power the episode he (laughs) died. He got smashed over the head with a weight. Dang. Talk about respectfully killing somebody who's already dead. This. Okay, so the same thing
1: happens in this. Coach Ash played by Charlie Murphy, kidnaps and blackmails the opposite basketball team's player, Corn Pender, and his family in order to secure the championship for his team. Okay, he this
2: went, is an
1: out. <laughs> is, is he, he still went, in the NBA? He went, I guess so. He went desperate
2: measures for... <laughs> now... I don't even... That storyline is so stupid. It's unwashable.
1: I didn't know it was an all-star cast. I including Big Boy from Outcast. Why? Um, Is D-Ray of course, there? Storm P. Um, Charlie Murphy. Wendy Williams.
2: Why is she doing two of these?
1: Mike Tyson... Oh, my gosh. And Vivica A. Fox. Of course, Vivek A. D-Ray ain't in there? I don't see him Now, the real question is. on Love not in there? What, <laughs> where's y'all's trailer? No little
2: Duval? No. Yeah, it ain't a black movie nowadays if you ain't got on or D-Ray. Is this the trailer? Uh, here we go.
1: Cookout 2. Cookout 2. Oh, he ain't got the braids. Good.
2: He looked like he sell dope.
1: That's a dad from something.
2: So, is, this, is Danny Glover dead in this movie?
1: This looks like a stage play.
2: <laughs> Probably is.
1: Oh, it's not even NBA basketball.
2: Was that phase on love? I believe <laughs> it <really laughs> was phase on love.
1: Oh. This is filmed with the uh, Bloods vs. Wolves cameras.
2: Does Z Winston do this?
1: This is a Z Winston.
2: What? What is crazy dramas?
1: How do they get some of
2: these people? Jay Farrow. Why y'all do this? Y'all must have... This
1: movie looks so cheap.
2: Oh my gosh, when things really start cooking.
1: Where's the cookout?
2: Yeah, this is... Y'all could have just
1: storm Pender. Jay Farrow. Pharaoh, big. My thing is,
2: yeah. This how to a...
1: get big boy? How they get? Oh,
2: Did y'all roll back. <laughs> I knew Nine Nine love in there. You don't have a black movie nowadays. A Phase on or D right in there.
1: Why does this movie look so cheap and have those people they have in it?
2: Was that Queen Latifah or somebody pretending to be Queen Latifah?
1: I that needs to be explained to me. Who's who directed this movie? I need to contact him. Did the mic just start acting funky again? Discord. Alright, we good. Yeah. I it's see directed it. by Lance Rivera again. I need to talk to him. Why does this movie look so cheap and why do y'all have some Is Lance Rivera in jail? The night Jay-Z stabbed Lance Rivera. You let Hove oh, come to stab on you?
2: That's who Jay-Z stabbed? Hmm. Hey, Lance. Hey, this was way back in the day. Is Lance Rivera like a, a video director? I'm assuming. I mean, it reminds me of like Benny Boom. Let's
1: see. He has directed four movies. Cookout. Perfect Holiday. Perfect Holiday. Let me I don't remember which one. The Charlie Mercy stand-up. Oh, Perfect Holiday is the one with Gabrielle Union, Morris. Okay, I
2: remember that black movie. Chestnut and Terrence Howard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm almost distracted by the terrible movies we're seeing. I'm missing my (laughs) cue. Never mind. I was about to say. And Charlie Murphy was in this. That's a bar. You didn't even catch it. I'm missing my cue. Don, because Don and Q used to date back in the day on making a band in day 26 or whatever that group was. That was a reach, but it also would have been a reach (sighs) if you were
1: just referring to Don Q, the. Shoe dude or whatever. No, I see, no, that's why that's
2: why, that's why mine's is over the head because you thinking it's something, but it's not.
1: The cookout too was filmed with the same cameras they filmed Bloods versus Wolves, but yet they, they see Winnie's. They managed to convince Big Boy from Outcasts.
2: Yeah, I gotta see what goes into how you getting these famous rappers to cameo and stuff, or have little rose.
1: I want to know what the budget is for this. Y'all Maybe got they, they just friends
2: with the director. The director just you know those men who they just do it off to love something. or something.
1: He also produced Life Support. The Angie Martinez Show, Broken Famous, Catpocalypse, and Percentage. Hmm. He hasn't done nothing since Cookout
2: 2. Good.
1: Dang, that really derailed this episode.
2: <laughs> Freaking uh, Quan or whatever Storm his name P was.
1: Because he decided to uh, do some very outlandish.
2: Do some very movie worthy stuff. Who should play Quan Pender in a movie? I'm Quan Quan Pender.
1: <laughs> Do it yourself, but you got Saram. Surround- nah, he ain't even good at. He ain't even good enough to play himself. I'm going with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Make it white. I'm going with Michael B. Directed by Ryan Coogler. Um, that could, that could who, be a
2: fire movie. Who,
1: or because Michael B. Likes to die in the movie, so should he be the the slain victim and?
2: Now nah, I'm tired of seeing Michael B. dying. He got to take a sabbatical off of that. All right, so he's going to play Storm P. Even though all the greats die in movies, it seems. Leo always dying. <laughs> Michael B. dying. Jake Gyllenhaal don't die too much, I don't think, if I'm mistaken. I
1: want to know the budget for this movie. Yeah, we might have to We gotta put the cookout, too, on the trashy. That is crazy.
2: Trashy movies to watch list. Yeah, it's
1: about time to do one because we only did one. Yeah,
2: let me put that... I'll go ahead and add that on the list here.
1: Is this the budget for the first cookout?
2: $15,000. 16000000 Who that went to the cast.
1: And the, <laughs> box, <laughs> the box office, as of this right here, says $12 million. So, uh, that? what made y'all think y'all can make a cookout, too, that's not even about a cookout? <laughs> that was mind-boggling. Y'all could have just made a different movie. And on top of that, it looked like it was on one of them Tyler Perry stages... That is very odd. Yeah, I'm done looking at this. This depressed
2: me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, I just read something that got my mind off while on top of (laughs) looking at that garbage. That that exhausted me. (laughs) Yeah, so from from here to the rest of the episode, y'all can't blame us if... It get a little weird, and this is going to be a longer
1: episode. So where we at if, so far? An hour or almost hour. So if y'all feel like y'all want
2: to split it up, <laughs> listening to it in a couple parts. All right, let's go ahead and get to the uh, Teenage Choice Awards predictions. What a what a uh, <laughs> what a segue from <laughs> that to this. What I assume is trash. <laughs> now, I was looking at the the what's it called the winners. There were some movie nominations that they announced after we did it that I never realized. Lord, so I'll throw those in as we go through this. So first off, I'm gonna just stop from start from the top. So remember, the winner of this between us gets a movie of our choice, nice little cheap one off of Amazon. Started. I even buy
1: the last one.
2: I think so. I think it was lobster. Yeah. Okay. So choice action movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The winner, or your nominees, The Fate of the Furious, Logan, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Tell No Tales, Transformers, The Last Knight, Wonder Woman, Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. The winner was Wonder Woman. We both selected Wonder Woman. Next, we have... Choice action movie star, you got Johnny Defford, Pirates of the Caribbean, Vin Diesel for Fate of the Furious, and Triple X, Hugh Jackman for Logan, Dwayne Jackson for the Fate of the Furious, Chris Pine for Wonder Woman, and Brenton, don't know how to pronounce your last name, from Pirates of the Caribbean. We both went went, with what I thought was the obvious choice, (laughs) Hugh Jackman. Uh We were both wrong. Okay. The winner was Chris Pine. Huh. So, we're still sitting at a tie. Choice action movie actress Nina Dobre for Triple X Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Somebody else from Triple X who got a foreign name Michelle Rodriguez Fate of the Furious. Mm-hmm. Ruby Rose from Triple X Kaya Scodelario from Pirates of the Caribbean. KS Who won Gal Gadot. We all chose, or we both chose Gal Gadot, which was, should have been an obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got choice sci-fi movie actor, Asa Butterfield, The Space Between Us, no. Tom Hiddleston for Kong, Skull Island, Diego Luna, Rogue, won a Star Wars Story, Dak Ra- Dakri Montgomery from Power Rangers, Chris Pratt, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Were Poop. these
1: on there before?
2: Yeah, that's how, those names are just bad they're always just bad (laughs)
1: always got double
2: check I looked at it like did we do this one because these names do not (laughs) ring a bell but they're just bad and we both selected the right choice which was Chris Pratt Chris Pratt attack so we're still tied here's where we actually have two different choices let's see if one of ours gets the the victory choice sci-fi movie actress. You got Amy Adams for Arrival, Becky G for Power Rangers, Felicity Jones, Rogue One A Star Wars Story, Brie Larson, Kong Skull Island, Zoe Zaldana Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy Volume 2, Naomi Scott, Power Rangers. She's the w- getting too many movies, by the way. That, that uh, Genie and, yeah, Aladdin, that one's a mind-boggling. She's not dark enough. So, the winner here was Zoe, Zald- Zoe Zaldana. I chose Zoe Zaldan one. Felicity Jones. Mm. Mm-hmm. You chose Zoe Zaldana. Oh, whew. So that lets you take the lead here. Next up, we got. Where did that, where did it, where did that, where did that, where that? Choice fantasy movie. Why did I just. Did I skip choice sci fi movie? Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry, I gotta go back up one. <laughs> choice sci fi movie. Your nominees are Arrival, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Kong Skull Island, Power Rangers, Rogue One, and Star Wars Story. The space between us now the winner is a guardians of the guardians of the galaxy volume two i chose guardians of the galaxy volume two what
1: did i choose
2: you went with rogue one a star wars story ah so now we're back at a tie if i'm not mistaken now we go up to a movie we have the same selection this choice fantasy movie Your nominees are Beauty and the Beast, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, and Moana. The winner was Beauty and the Beast. So we're still tied. Put my mark. Put my mark. All right, choice fantasy movie actor. Your choices are Asa Butterfield, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Benedict Cumberbatch for Doctor Strange, Dwayne Johnson for Moana, Eddie Redmayne, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Dan Stevens for Beauty and the Beast. Your winner is Dwayne Johnson for Moana, and that is who we both chose. He probably got up there and did a little hula dance. Uh, from what I read, not many of the winners were there. Uh, Chris nope. Pratt was shockingly there. <laughs> Next, you have Choice Movie Actress. Your nominees are somebody, the girl who played Moana, Eva Green <laughs> from Miss Peregrine's Home <laughs> for Peculiar Children, Rachel McAdams for Doctor Strange, Catherine Waterston for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, mm-hmm. and Emma Watson for Beauty and the Beasts. Of course. And of, like you said, of course, the winner is Emma Watson for Beauty and the Beast*, and that is who we both chose.
1: Oh, I'm disturbed by one of these winners I just accidentally seen.
2: Oh, some of these, on top of the nominations, the winners is wild. <laughs> um, where else? Okay, now, choice drama movie. Your nominees are Before I Fall, mm-hmm. The Edge of 17, Everything, Everything, Gifted, Hidden Figures, and The Shack. Why that one felt the need to get six nominees is beyond me. They had <laughs> to throw The Shack in there, I guess. Your winner here is Everything, Everything. Uh. We chose Hidden Figures. Everything,
1: everything type of movie you watch on like an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, that's where I will watch that movie at. <laughs>
2: uh, next uh, category, choice drama movie actor. You got my boy Chris Evans, mm-hmm. my boy Andrew Garfield. Yep. Your I'm, boy. Not even, I'm not reading the name or the movies. Your boy Taylor Lautner. Nah, your boy. For Running the Tide. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, I got, I got to announce that. I got to promote that. <laughs> Key and Lawley for Before I Fall. Nick Robinson, for everything, everything. The most unknown individual somehow is able to take away this award. Key and Lolly for Before I Fall.
1: He's a YouTuber.
2: What does he look like? He looks like a sassy fella.
1: I don't think... Was he He in the movie? He lived as part of a collaborative channel where they lived with JC, Ricky, Trevor, Connor, and Sam... Was he in the
2: movie? (laughs) The only male I remember was the dude. The boyfriend.
1: Yeah, I don't recall. He probably did a cameo. Who was he? Rob?
2: Did his hair change? Because there was not a dude with that hairstyle in the movie. Yeah.
1: This is Mm. a lot of uh, YouTube views.
2: No wonder he won. That's why he won. Dang, I should have done research before, I guess, because we both guessed Nick Robinson for Everything Everything, so we lost that. Why did, I, why did I pick this oh my gosh why did I go with that I'm just about the next category choice drama movie actress <laughs> your nominees are Zoe Deutsch for before I fall Taraji P Henson for hidden figures Haley Steinfield for the edge of 17 amandala Stan Stingberg whatever her name is for everything everything and Emma Watson for the circle
1: I'm stupid
2: the winner here was Emma Watson for the circle I chose Taraji P Henson. What I pick? You chose Emma Watson. Oh. So how she was able to take away two Victor two uh trophies.
1: The circle they just assumed it was being yeah, the breeze. They didn't
2: look at the movie cuz they surely didn't see it. All right, you got choice comedy movie. Your choices are Cars 3, Finding mm-hmm. Dory, Keeping Up with the Joneses, The <laughs> Lego Batman movie and Table 19. Your winner here is Finding Dory, shockingly. I mean, but it really had nothing much to go against.
1: I'm I'm sure Cars 3 was hysterical.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I chose the Lego Batman movie. You went with Finding Dory, giving you the winner, the win there. Next, this one looks funny, choice comedy movie actor. Your nominees are Will Arnett. Lego Batman movie, Zach Efron, Baywatch, Zach Galifianakis, keeping up with the Joneses, Ricky Garcia for Bigger, Fat or Liar, your boy. I
1: need to see where he sat at this award show. Not he if probably he was there, wasn't. where he sat.
2: <laughs> or what concession stand he was working if, at. If he had the gall not to show up, you ruin your opportunity at notoriety.
1: Ricky Garcia.
2: Dwayne Johnson for Baywatch, Owen Wilson for Cars 3. Your winner here off of sheer name was Zach Efron, who we both selected. Giving us both the the notch there.
1: Let me go on his Instagram. He may have some exclusives.
2: Choice comedy movie actress was the last was last category. Did it's not the last category though. Your nominees are Alexandra Daddario for Baywatch, Ellen DeGeneres for Finding Dory, Gal Gadot for Keeping Up with the Joneses, Jennifer Hudson. For Sandy Wexler, Tori Kelly for Sing, Anna Kendrick for Taylor 19. The winner here was, shockingly, Ellen DeGeneres for Finding Dory. But we both selected Alexander Daddario. Oh, Lord. So without counting, I already know I lost, giving you the victory here. Thank you. So you get to select any move you want off of Amazon. That's nice and cheap or whatever. I, I suggest that you go with like a staying in the realm of one of these movies. Uh, if I was to guess, maybe like keeping up with the Joneses or nah. something, Table uh, Nineteen or
1: something. Not only was he there, was he saying I, that's the Ansel? <laughs> I believe my man performed. If let me, if my, uh, research, if my, my research, my research is
0: correct. All right.
1: Forever in your mind, forego their usual pose, jumping up in the. Uh, for one, I don't even remember who we're talking about. Ricky Garcia. Oh my God! The that musical just made group Emery, Liam, Adderidge, and Ricky Garcia hit the blue carpet along with Andy Max, Asher, Angel. I don't can This is like I'm reading a different language. I don't know what. What does that mean? Uh, F I Y M and Asher have been hanging out quite a lot lately and triple j is all for it so did he perform i hope not is he asher angel oh gosh i thought i saw a picture of them jumping up and down i mean here's a youtube video this dude
2: Sorry, the silence is watching some nobody by the name of Ricky yeah, Garcia. Yeah, I'm done. I don't want to watch this no more. <laughs> uh, that just made me exhausted. Yeah, hat on backwards. That made me very tired. I'm just tired in general. Now that I got to try to think of a movie I want. Yeah, because yeah, because you had the difference two, uh, two 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 one two, three. Yep, you had me by two. So congratulations, you won the Teen Choice Awards. You know the children. <laughs> better than I, I think do. A little bit better. <laughs>
1: now let me just slide through to look at some weird winners, such as A yeah. Pretty Little Liars winning
2: for Villain. Um, yeah. Here's here's the funny thing. So we missed a bunch of other move, categories that they announced afterwards. You got Choice Movie Villain, Elizabeth Banks for Power Rangers. Where is that at? Javier Bardem for Pirates of the Caribbean. Priyanka Chopra for Baywatch Luke Evans for Beauty and the Beast James McAvoy for Split Charlize Theron for Fate of the Furious Luke Evans won If you was to choose, would you, would you have went with Luke Evans? Who was the Elizabeth Banks, Harvey Bardem Priyanka Chopra, James McAvoy And Charlie's Theron I would have went with James McAvoy I'd have probably... I mean, I know it's hindsight's 2020. I probably would have went with Luke Evans for Beauty oh, yeah. and the Beast. Just uh, if we're
1: going with who we
2: think is going to win, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely would go with him for my choice. Choice breakout movie star girl from Moana. <laughs> Tom Holland for Spider-Man. Janelle Monae for Hidden Figures.
1: They did that quite some time after they announced the <laughs> original.
2: <laughs> that foreign girl from Triple X. Harry's... Harry Styles for Dunkirk. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who could barely tell those three individuals apart. <laughs> Zendaya for Spider Man, the girl from Moana won, which okay. is mm, doesn't make sense. Choice um, <laughs> summer movie Cars three, Pirates of the Caribbean. You had to, this had to been the day before they announced it, the day before the show came on because this is stupid. Cars three, Pirates of the Caribbean, Spider Man, Transformers last night. War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And Wonder Woman. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy came out in the summer. Does May not count as a summer to them? They Spider-Man ended up winning.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man came out way after these <laughs> original <laughs> announcements.
2: Choice summer movie actor. King Ansel for Baby Driver. Yeah. Tom Holland for Spider-Man. Chris Pine for Wonder Woman. <sighs> Harry Styles for Dunkirk. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg for Transformers.
1: He's all oh. old compared to...
2: <laughs> Not as old is, probably Owen Wilson for Cars <laughs> 3. Choice summer movie actor, and he did a voice scroll. <laughs> the winner was Tom Holland. I mean, it should be. And this is... our Antle. This is a category we are going to be talking about later in the show. <laughs> Choice summer movie actress. Cara Delevingne for <laughs> <Valerian>. <laughs> City of a Thousand Planets. No thank you. It gets worse. (laughs) Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman. Okay. Isabella Boner, or how do you pronounce her name, from Transformers Last Night. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, Isabella from Transformers Last Night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I said Isabella Moner for Transformers last night. Hey. Mandy Moore for 47 years is <laughs> <laughs> Zedaya for Spider-Man. And here's the kicker. <laughs> Bella Thorne for Amityville, The Awakening, <laughs> a movie that as it came out <laughs> that has got pushed back several times. <laughs> for when it was supposed to be released last year. Uh, Somehow was nominated for Choice Summer Movie Actress. I am exhausted. And the last one we have is Choice Movie Ship. <laughs> I guess that's short for Relationship. relationship. Zac Efron and Dwayne Johnson for Baywatch. <laughs> Gal Gadot and Chris Pine for Wonder Woman. Okay. The Foreign and Ruby Rose from Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. Chris, Pratt, Chris Pratt and Zoe Zaldana for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez, and Vin Diesel from Fate of the Furious, Emma Watson, and Dan Stevens from Beauty and the Beast. And Emma Watson and Dan Stevens won that. Oh, wow. So, like I said, you won that. Oh, gosh. It.
1: I'm exhausted. I can't even. Yeah, how, how lean much. How,
2: much how, or how long have we been doing this?
1: It's only been like an hour and 12
2: minutes. Well, that's it. Alright, we can breeze through these last categories I got. Oh my gosh, my stomach hurts. Let me remove. Oh yeah, just let me update you on the movies I got so far for our bad movies to watch list. Okay. Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> that's number one. Geely. You got served. Before I self destruct. <laughs> Love Don't Cost a Thing, Woo. Honey, <laughs> and The Cookout too. Woo. Got some choices there. Uh huh. <sighs> classics.
1: We may even need to throw in another Z. Winston Brown joint. Yeah,
2: I should just put his name or there. Or John Backus. Yeah, well, whoever your name is, make yourself he was, known. Malik was very suspicious. Yeah, he, he was supposed to be getting us in contact with him, but we haven't heard from the brother yet. And I have n- no interest in <laughs> reaching out. All right, so, mm-hmm. Amazing Very Spider-Man nice. three plans that were, were going to be for <laughs> that movie, if it was going to be made, were released recently. From Mark Webb, I believe, was it Mark Webb who said it? Yeah, from, was it Mark? yeah from Mark Webb who directed Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man two. He said that Chris Cooper would have returned, the same person who died in the second one, but had his head frozen in a deleted scene or whatever. Uh, He said he would come back and he would be playing Green Goblin. He was quoted (laughs) as saying, yeah, we were talking about the Sinister Six. They were going to make a Sinister Six movie before we did the third one. But I wanted Chris Cooper, but I want it. Chris Cooper was gonna come back play the Goblin we were gonna freeze his head and then he was gonna be brought back to life and then there was that character the gentleman we had some notions about how to do it but I think maybe we we're thinking too far ahead you think when we started building in those things but it was a fun exercise I look back very fondly on those days and then he also said when it came to the Sinister Six movie uh, Cooper's Green Goblin was probably gonna be the leader of that joint Saying well, that was going to be the main villain. He was going to come out, lead the Sinister Six. We had talked about Vulture as well, but um, yeah, you say we had talked about Vulture a little bit too, actually. But of course, it didn't happen. So, my question for you is: Would this, would the third one have been worse than the second Amazing Spider-Man? Even with all three of its villains,
1: it the, sounded like it was going to be worse because not only were they making up stuff. They were going to try to throw in all them villains. And then on top of that, you always got to add a, a love interest for the hero. So they was going to have to cast whoever the... Oh, never mind. They already cast her. Ugly
2: uh, Shailene Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. What was there? For one, they had the Green Goblin and Dane DeHaan's character. Mm-hmm. That character was supposed to go on in... I believe, Lee, the Sinister Six. Yeah, because he was walking down that little hallway with all the stuff there. And then, so, in the Sinister Six movie, you're saying that you have two Green Goblins now. (laughs) His dad. At least make one the Hobgoblin. Yeah, they would have to literally force him to be the Hobgoblin, but that's not what they were setting up in the sequel. So, I don't even think they knew exactly what they were doing. (laughs) So, yeah, I think the third one would have been worse than the first one. For different reasons, even though I would assume the third one wouldn't have had the three villains that the second one had. Wait, did Electro, Green Goblin, and the the Rhino, whatever.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot. Paul Giamatti wasted his time. Yeah, he to do that was hoodwinked. <laughs> so yeah, they did him
2: wrong. Even though I would assume that that all three villains or three villains wouldn't appear in the third one. The fact that you're using Green Goblin again, using a different Green Goblin, and the fact that Emma Stone wouldn't be in it automatically makes it worse. <laughs> so that's what I would go with. All right, moving on to a uh, topic you know we can't go without touching on, DC. Uh, yep. Once again, just <laughs> numerous reshoot rumors are always just coming about. They just get worse and worse, and they make they make me happy, even though I don't necessarily believe them all. I like to believe them because it's funny. Oh, yeah, I did remember one of them. So, <laughs> so first up, you got Cyborg was the topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, his the tone of his character was changed, along with yeah. the movie tone being lightening up during some reshoots. Did I not
1: say they made Cyborg too serious? From the looks <laughs> of that trailer,
2: yep, yeah, it's looking like he's gonna be a maybe a goofball. Oh, they no, gonna they have played. to change something seriously because from the trailers, even though he barely spoke, his he's so serious. His whole vibe was. Dark and menacing I should have never been like that, but your my question for you is you probably just answered it Would you want a funny cyber, cyborg or serious cyborg? Now this can be a mix of your wants along what you think would go well with the movie universe in general I would want a
1: funny one if it's a better actor <laughs> But because it's this guy and everybody else is so dead serious and apparently they made Ezra an idiot in it it looks like it I guess I would go with a more serious one, but they got so much other stuff that's messed up, such as the big age differences everybody don't <laughs> they don't look good as a unit Yeah. so I, I mean so you go with the funny he, one I would go with funny one, but he whoever I can't even remember the dude's name he don't particularly look like he could act funny.
2: See this is tough. It depends on the range of funny that you want to go Oh uh, not wacky. Yeah, you not know, don't they dare. I want humorous. So you want like he says he delivers serious tone, but it's a funny serious tone. Like he yeah. has smart remarks for the shenanigans going yeah, on around but him? if they give him those lines,
1: I don't want Ben Affleck doing any.
2: <laughs> so it, it can't be he does no, he some, got a
1: bunch of me saying,
2: Benny. I'm rich. Hey. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't. This is tough. I kind of just want the DC. I want these movies to just go how they started. Because you, I mean, I you can make dark movies good. They just haven't made them good. So that's <laughs> been my complaint. Like they just have I mean they've been good. I like Man of Steel, Wonder Woman's good. It's just that Batman universe, that that Batman versus Superman, Suicide Squad year on yeah. top of the down the middle splitness that was for Man of Steel is what has me looking at DCU in this manner. Batman vs Superman it was a good movie I would say, but it was very disappointing, which drops the points. Suicide Squad was entertaining thanks to Will Smith and Margot Robbie, not N- Jared Leto. Yes, just them. Jared Leto was awful, but it was very disappointing. So that's what got me looking like DC got to change. DC got to change things, but I want I want a serious. I want them to try to make the serious comic book movies good. Because I get my all-around movies from Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all not going to match Marvel. So just I want y'all to just be confident, stick with your thing, but focus on making them good and stop jumping out the window and making all these quotes about how what y'all got is great and we're going to do all this, this. That was your problem. Y'all was thinking too far ahead.
1: Yeah, they tripping.
2: And now y'all saying, we about to be so much different than Marvel. And now y'all backpedaling because (laughs) ain't nobody feeling what y'all did. But then when y'all did what Marvel does for Wonder Woman, it was received well. Now y'all just like, oh, damn, we got to go back and reshoot our movies. We got to go get Josh Wheaton, who worked with Marvel, who helped them. I don't like it. So I don't, I would, if you're going to have Josh Wheaton come in, then yeah, give me a funnier cyborg, cyborg. But I would have took the serious cyborg who says like, you know, a, a humorous thing here and there, but who lets his action who has like cool action scenes who lets that speak for his character that make his character liked. But I mean, y'all just changing up the whole movie, whatever. I don't I don't even know what I expect from y'all anymore. <laughs> Another rumor that came out about Justice League about the reshoots said the previous movie that they had was quote unquote unwatchable. Um, let me (laughs) read the quote from that. Uh, Where is it at? That's crazy. Let me just let me see if I can type that in my phone without clicking the link. Rewat unwashable, unwatchable. Oh, y'all ain't gonna act like I didn't just look at this link on my phone recently. (laughs) Screen right. Bear with me while I find this.
1: I'll freestyle rap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got it. (laughs)
2: Dang. Yeah, that's how you interrupt somebody's bars. Um, So, yeah, they said the movie was unwatchable. Where's the quote? Where's the quote? Where am I looking for it? All right. According to Batman on Films, Bill Raimi, he says that he heard Snyder's initial cut was, quote unquote, unwatchable. Um. They said also that. Uh, what else? Is there? The chief uh, uh, Justice League went. Uh, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay, it doesn't matter. The point of it is, there's a rumor saying that it's unwatchable. Now, what are your thoughts on that being the latest bad rumor for this Justice League movie that still has a release date coming in November?
1: I blacked out
2: for <laughs> I'm exhausted from I'm, all the shenanigans. I was just looking down, <laughs> no thoughts, nothing
1: on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> just realizing hey. how so far this episode is short. But it we feels thought like it, it was going lot. to be long, but it feels like we've been sitting here doing this for three hours. Yeah, three, three and a half hours. That
2: Quan Pender thing really was a surprise. It, it br- exhausted me on top of them yeah, team choice award
1: shenanigans. That brought me down.
2: So uh, yeah, what the, was the question? So the fact that Justice League is was Zack Snyder's cut was unwatchable. What are your just all around thoughts on that? You is that make, is that you taking a grain of salt?
1: I'll take that dead serious when they
2: say <laughs> it was unwatchable.
1: So I'm just I'm assuming it's gonna be bad.
2: And Does that change your opinion anymore? Is that is that does does that has that done any more damage for you or is it just like
1: At this point nothing's shocking me. <laughs> I wasn't shocked when I saw it was unwatchable, I just laughed. Like of course it was
2: unwatchable. I wanna see that cut now. Mm-hmm. When you put a term terminology- right. <laughs> you put a cut as unwatchable <laughs> I, I wanna know exactly oh, yeah. why it was unwatchable. That's crazy. <laughs> I got I'm really interested in seeing that cut. I hope I would like Zack Snyder to make his own director's cut, but I think he would just do that. He there he wouldn't gain anything from doing that. Yeah. Now so now I wanna so but I'm that makes me more interested in seeing how the movie's gonna turn out, if Josh Wheaton's stamp is gonna be obvious on it. And if this movie's actually gonna be good. I will roll if this movie is actually really good. I'm hoping it's really good. I almost for... want it to fail at this point. I mean I kinda do want it to fail in the like the <laughs> back of my mind, I kinda want it to fail, but I also I want it to fail, but I also want it to be good. I want to yeah. walk out saying, Dang, I-, I was surprised by that movie, but I want the members to come in to be trash. Yeah.
1: They deserve it. I... the only reason I want that's cause I want them to stop. Everybody, take a breather. Let's take a week off We'll go to vacation, everybody go to these subways, then come back. And
2: restart y'all's universe. Yeah, they... I'd rather that than this little fix-it while we're going through it. <laughs> I want y'all to be confident and go through what you're playing all the way through. Hey. And I was reading rumors that uh, Dark Sea, Dark Side, whatever his name is, he might not even be in the second one anymore. Hmm. They said that during the reshoots, um, Josh Whedon cha- is changing, uh, reportedly, the ending to where it's not like a cliffhanger ending leading up to the big baddie that's supposed to be in the second one <laughs> they're using these reshoots to also make stefan wolf more of a big villain himself not just a little side villain to get to your big villain but
1: how is how you do that You i seems like y'all shoot a lot
2: yeah <laughs> but my thing is y'all have made us believe we we're gonna get this villain <laughs> don't do not don't don't Oh man! Don't si- Cause y'all may never get to a Justice League three, so don't even <laughs> worry about that. Oh man! Y'all ain't getting through phases.
1: They sure. They ain't even. Is this one phase? I don't know. What's what the end is. of this, this phase? Is, this is a jumbled mess.
2: <laughs> y'all, I don't know how Marvel was able to literally get everything. They probably probably <laughs> a lot of it. They went on as they were going, yeah. but it makes it look like everything was planned.
1: Took their time and
2: thunk. Y'all, y'all ain't doing this. Y'all are not doing this. Marvel mm-hmm. kind of stumbled on their success. Like we gonna throw Iron Man, the Hawk. The Hawk backfired a little bit, Then they went right back to Iron Man again.
1: Nope.
2: Yep. They started building from there. Y'all knew. Y'all thought. Y'all knew what y'all was doing from man, before Man of Steel dropped. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's it's really hyping this movie. I thought Batman vs Superman was hyped up mm-hmm. severely for me, but Justice League. This is yeah. This is gonna be something else. I'm very, I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna be crazy. How much you think it's gonna make in the first week? How much did Batman vs Superman make? Uh, Without looking, I think it made like one. I want to say between one hundred and forty and one hundred and sixty. It's
1: gonna make. I can see one hundred and forty sounds like a lot now that we've done seen three or four of these DC movies.
2: 'Cause I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, did Suicide Squad make like one twenty or something? Alright, I'm going one forty then. One forty? Let me get the right number. I know the budget was two hundred and fifty million.
1: They ain't, get, <laughs> ain't getting
2: that in the first That week. sounds crazy. <laughs> two hundred I mean I know a bunch of movies been doing that lately, but two hundred and fifty yeah. million.
1: They ain't getting that in the first week.
2: Let me see if I can find the exact number it made. Opening weekend was 166
1: Okay, yeah, this one's going to be a little lower
2: Definitely going to be a little lower I say, you said 140?
1: Yeah Yeah,
2: 140 sounds about right If it's anywhere, the low hundreds, panic mode (laughs) (laughs) Because Wonder Woman was almost doing that by itself Yeah Um, Yeah, that's when you start focusing on a Wonder Woman franchise Mm -hmm. Back to back to back Alright, before we jump into the Punishment segment, you got anything else you want to throw out there?
1: Nope, I think that's it. And I think i figured figure out what movie I'm going to get.
2: Alright, which one?
1: Oh, should I change it up? Because I just stumbled and fumbled upon something else. <laughs> nah, but I'll just stick to it. I'm just going to get a movie that I can't remember if I have
2: or not. But, uh, you... I think you have the uh, burnt copy or whatever. I don't know what that is. I want this real one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a movie got to watch here pretty soon again before the new one comes out. All right, so once again for the punishment segment, I got mad nominees. Four, I believe, to be total.
1: And we just added one.
2: Yeah, it's, it's uh, um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Wait, who are you talking about? Before I
1: actually, it could be two. It can be Ronnie Malka. Oh yeah, him. And it can be Storm P. Okay, for them. being awful, <laughs> yeah. An awful person. Them two. But I want you on the podcast, though, Storm P. And Malik work. For not <laughs> sending us to see Winston Brown or
2: yeah, Malik. Hey, where you at, bro?
1: We got less listens on your episode, Malik.
2: That's disturbing. He should get like his uh, his, uh, his students. Is man, he could get his students to listen to us yeah. if, if he wanted to.
1: And that dude that he said he went to go buy some. Yeah, he owed owe
2: him life. He owed his some life tree off of for making his time <laughs> in the pen a lot less worse. Hey. All right, but for punishment, on top of those two individuals, my two from last week were Luke Benz, Luke Beeson again <laughs> for his reasoning why he isn't a superhero, uh, superhero movie fan. Fucking get... For one, recently, after that, he said... He called Captain America propaganda. He said no other country would dare call their person, like, Captain France or... Captain, Uh, whatever. I'm yawning on that. And then he said... Let me get his quote so all his stuff can be out on the table. Remember, this is the guy who makes movies about... A bunch of aliens and crap. (laughs) But he said... Get the link up.
1: Fuck, I just saw something flying. Yeah. Yeah he gets the link up oh I'm gonna post another thing
2: yeah that that uh shady camp or whatever he put up was deceiving
1: they put up a second one
2: is it better be a song
1: I think it's about to be some clothes
2: <sighs> I'll take it but I want a
1: song oh mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah I mean it says for Camp Straight but this could just be gear for the song or album I'm assuming for Camp Shady Gear, visit the Shady Shop tomorrow at noon. So that I, means the
2: song better drop tomorrow at noon. Give me a shirt. Alright, so here's the quote from your boy Luke. He said, it's very hard for me to identify with a superhero because he has a superpower. And I don't have a superpower. All I can see is his power and say, oh, thank you so much for saving my life. Me, poor little human being. I don't like this relationship. I can't identify with the guy. I'm not like him.
1: My man made... A movie where you put Cara Delevingne
2: and your boy Dane DeHaan, old, young, old,
1: young looking (laughs) Dane DeHaan in a movie where it was alien, with Rihanna, you forced Rihanna into a movie where you know she ain't got that ability.
2: Yeah, you have aliens. Aliens and superheroes, they're both unbelievable. I take a superhero over alien because... Uh, At least that, over his
1: sh- aliens specifically
2: and he did the fifth element I don't care if he did like stuff with uh, Liam Neeson that's just a regular human being yeah. and I don't care if you put regular human beings in your alien movies they're still in a world that is very unbelievable <laughs> so you're just reaching right yeah, now yeah, he tripping. he's just mad because his movie bombed severely <laughs> um, next uh, person up for punishment is an emoji movie audience member this this person is getting punishment because he was allegedly touching himself in a Eek. theater during the Emoji movie.
1: For what?
2: And, and got for why? And got caught doing it. Yucky. The next nominee is The Nut Job 2, the movie itself, <laughs> for having the worst opening ever for a movie that was I in more than see. four thousand theaters. Yikes! It made eight point nine milli for the weekend. Ooh. And I just brought this up recently, the Teen Choice Awards again, for their nominees in the Choice Summer Movie Star Female category. <laughs> so we got plenty of to choose from. So we'll break it down. Romney Malka or Storm P? <laughs> All
1: right. I'm gonna give the edge to Ronnie Malchow because Storm P be getting
2: people murdered. Yeah, so we don't want that 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 <laughs> problem on our hands. All right. Romney Malco or Luke
1: Beeson? You know what? Because I don't even want him mentioned in the lexicon of our show. I'm going to Luke Beeson over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not longer. even putting Romney Malko in I don't the keywords, want, yeah, I don't want the tags,
2: <laughs> nothing. Because <laughs> that hasn't worked out well for us. Um, all right, Luke Beeson or this Emoji Movie audience member?
1: Obviously, we know which one is worse. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go emoji <laughs> nasty emoji man Luke Beeson can return again when he's next stupid thing he says yeah he's wait
2: the rate he's going he definitely say something else uh, okay this emoji movie guy or the nut job 2
1: now the nut job 2 not only did bad but they also shouldn't have made the movie that's <laughs> two things I
2: read a bunch of reviews saying no one knows why they made this movie not even the people inside the movie <laughs>
1: Huh. Nah, but I got to go with disgusting,
2: man. All right. So, Emoji <laughs> Movie Member or the Teen Choice Awards?
1: Now, the Teen Choice Awards put Bella Thorne in there for a that movie was, that's not
2: out. That's wild. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, that's... You can find, you can find <laughs> another girl to put it in. Mandy Moore. De- I guess Cara Delevy makes sense, even oh, yeah. though the movie bombed. But um, Bella Thorne. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all could have even put the girl who actually starred in Spider-Man over Zendaya. Even though Zendaya is more popular. Yeah. You can put the other girl.
1: Put them both instead yeah. of Bella Thorne.
2: Yeah. Or don't <laughs> give me six nominees.
1: Yeah, give five. But I'm going to go with Disgusting Guy.
2: All right, the emoji audience member who felt the need to touch himself in the back of the kids' movie—you're on punishment, sir, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Why don't you go do that to like Dunkirk or something, Uh. (laughs) or Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) So you know, yeah, he should have. It'd have been better off if he did it in the nut job, because ain't nobody was in there. Yeah. Hey, people kind of still watching the emoji movie. I just movie. don't like the
1: title of that movie and what he was doing <laughs> combined. <laughs> Facts. Or, uh,
2: Kidnap Bombed. No, the yeah. Kidnap Bombed? Not. I would necessarily wouldn't necessarily want to say that was a bomb, because the movie took forever to come out, so the, it made money. Uh, do that at home. Yeah, do that at home at your home theater. Definitely not. See, now you got people getting scared to go to movies now. First, it was bombing movies. Shooting up movies. Now you're fondling yourself in a yeah, movie. James. Huh? <laughs> All right. So, yep. That's self-explanatory. You on punishment, sir? I don't even know your real name. Maybe I'll look for it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. You
1: just be going by nasty man. Yeah, nasty
2: emoji movie audience member <laughs> is your name. All right. So now we got to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of this game. We have to, <laughs> we have to <laughs> resolve. <laughs> what we'll movie we gotta resolve we gotta resolve the dark tower and kidnap did we not do the dark tower? Oh yeah cause dark tower came out last week okay that's right alright so going on Rotten Tomatoes right now?
1: Rotten Tomatoes let's
2: see what we working with alright so first up dark tower <laughs> sitting at a measly 17% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> <Rightness>. right now <laughs> It all forever to make this movie, <laughs> for one Fittingly um, So, I gave it a 46% You gave it a very generous 67% Oh my gosh <laughs> Giving me the victory here Moving my total up to 16 to 13 I gotta
1: catch up Hines. I mean, I guess Bars Where's my sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> we both said it at the same time, but... Oh, shoot. Hey! hey. Oh, God. Oh gosh. Note, Secret of mine. Yeah. <sighs> I had to put my phone down because I am
2: going to drop it. That, that was awful. Was that was awful. No, 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 no. Johnny Storm. Uh, Bang, I just keep going
1: and going and going. Uh, his guys are bunny. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> <sighs>
2: <Anywho>. Franklin. <laughs> All right, so. Turtle. Shell.
1: Taco.
2: Mexican.
1: Antonio
2: Banderas. Puss and Boots. Timberlands. <laughs> Again, (laughs) every time you say lugs, you you automatically something bad gonna (laughs) happen. Jesus, stupid lugs, (laughs) Lord. All right, for Kidnap, which at one point was at a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, has dropped all the way down to a 37%. (laughs) Yikes. So the first people liked it after that. No one liked it. (laughs) So I gave it a 33%. Woo! You gave it a 23%. Dang it. I'm glad I moved mine up because we were both at 23%. (laughs) All right, moving my total now up to 17 to 13. All right, I got some catching up to do. All right, so the movie for this week is going to be a a movie I know you're looking forward to. Leap. an animated feature. I'm sure it will make a dent at the box office. <laughs> so what are you going are going to give a leap.
1: This movie has Natalie Woof in it. Your boy. But it has like a good like animation look kind of but it also looks like one of the very very boring animations without the slapstick comedy. And who puts animation movies out at the end of August yeah, when kids are going
2: back to school?
1: It's also very odd, therefore I'm going to give it a 45%.
2: <laughs> Once again we're close? Cuz right before you said that I wrote down 40%. So this is going to be a close one. I gave Barn Burner I gave Leap 40%. You gave it 45%. We'll resolve that on the next... Nope, not next episode. We won't have one next episode because the Hitman's Bodyguard comes out then Logan Lucky. But uh, whatever the movie comes out, that's when we'll do it. All right. So, we got some Blu-rays for this week. Blu-rays
1: for this week will be... Oh, I also got last week. That will be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's a, own. That's a must own. Um
2: One of my favorite movies of this year. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. That's a movie I never want to see again. <laughs> Snatched. That's, I'll put that as a might-rent. It was funny, but the longer it goes from when you see it, the more you forget about it and don't know how funny it is, which means it was unmemorable, which means it's forgettable. Like I just said, so if I want to see it again, I'll rent it. And
1: last but not least, Alien Covenant, which past guest
2: Malik Work said was hot. Said it was his favorite movie of the year so far. That's a might rent. That's also one of the movies. You see it. You're like, oh, this is better than Prometheus. But Prometheus, I didn't like all that much. You see this. Takes forever to get going. Once it starts to get going, it gets weird. You got a smoochy, smoochy between Michael Fassbender and Michael Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. You have some violence that was definitely uh, appreciated, but it's forgettable after a long period of time for myself personally. So I put my Rent. Might Rent. That was the Blu-rays for this week. All right, what movie? Blu-ray. I think it's what movie you
1: plan on seeing. Probably. Um, I got a, a vast range I want to see. Hitman's Bodyguard. I would want to see L- Logan Lucky. I need to see Annabelle still. Um, uh, Detroit, I guess, but that's about to be out of the theaters, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, so some one of those. Right. If not, I'll find a way to see these on my own time. With since I'm in the Writers Guild of America, I can just get me you know, a DVD
2: screener. For myself, the intention is to either see Kidnapper the Glass Castle in the coming day or days, but one of the big movies for this week, I will, that's going be, to be a toss up because I want to see both. I would probably, I would put all the terms of look, I will put the Hitman's bodyguard because it got Samuel, aka Idris Elba's twin. <laughs> or, uh, and Ryan Reynolds in it, but it got a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah. But then Logan Lucky got a 90 some percent. The reviews are verifying with the trailer shows that Daniel Craig is putting on a career defining performance. <laughs> so I don't know. Must, I just want to know
1: why know. Daniel Craig ain't never acted like that until this movie.
2: Maybe they just, for one, I don't can't remember many Daniel Craig movies before yes. James Bond. <laughs> I can just think of the Bond movies. He has some boring movie with his wife. Oh, uh, so. That's I think it was like a scary movie of some sorts. Rachel Wee's Wise, whatever her name is. Um, Dragon Tattoo. That. So he hasn't necessarily been asked, probably. Yeah, I suppose. So he had to wait for one of these lower budget joints with some white trash people in it. <laughs> to go
1: bray, 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 brazy. Brae, brae,
2: All right. This has been an exhausting a slug episode of <laughs> my the body is sore <laughs> i can't
1: even lean forward to the microphone yeah this
2: felt like after I f- the day after the wedding i was so tired <laughs> i was glad i took that day off
1: Oh man. so
2: i'm probably be exhausted tomorrow i'm supposed to start going back to the gym in the morning but
1: my legs mm, hurt
2: who knows how that's gonna happen it's another episode of the leo b Hall, whatchamacallit you know, uh, it's your boy Leo Archibald, young Denzel, Shea Bledsoe in the third, Slim Nate aka okay, Slim Pickens, Robert Powell, Junior, baby Nate, Nate your wine, belly what? rolling, silk pajamas, what? Caesar what? Christ. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna return what? to Nate Irving? We gonna see? Uh, <laughs> my mess around being Nate Bledsoe, or <laughs> and uh, does the the. Football is about to start, so you might have to call me the Fantasy King or uh yeah, Big Ben Naitlisberger. Didn't or, like that at all. Or you could just stick with the classic Roly Man. Shout out to your boy, Ezekiel. <laughs> That's what you get, Zeke. I'm so glad I didn't draft him, <laughs> draft him in a league yet. Yeah. It's
1: your boy. First of all, you can find this podcast amongst other weird little things on soundcloud.com slash the great musical, youtube.com slash the great musical. I don't, after last time I posted something on there, I don't feel like posting podcast stuff on there unless we interview somebody or we film some sort of video. (laughs) Um, iTunes, Leo B. John Hall podcast, um, and then all the other stuff. It's. walking Penny, with fake A. Pusher, K. A. Kanyanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, book engaging K. I don't even know who I should try to book now. I'm going to have some repeat offenders on here. Clearly not Corey from the Challenge. Yeah, I don't, and that was a few days ago when I asked him. Young Black Philip, Kanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah. Ter- also, I did try to get Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <For real? laughs> and no response. No, I try to get Kate back inside. Yes, yeah, so she's out here remember. dating children. Yeah, Matt Reif from Wild and Out. And that's literally what he's from. That's sad. That is crazy. That is bizarre. Uh, what else? Chorus Code Joe, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman. And before I get into my usual, you know thing I like to sing at this moment I just need a little this has been a tiring podcast I need to hype it up holding up why is there a he, train he has to pull up and whatever he why was that a, a old school <laughs> Harry Potter train <laughs> sound effect all right he's pulling up to Hogwarts <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>
2: At how it showed <laughs> up on the—that's called enthusiasm when the legend steps on the floor.
1: Mm, but Pharrell and Ray J, that's a perfect combo. They need to go back and do it again. Yeah. Hey. What
2: else? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does he movie with Why is it he singing? Because he's giving you bars. <laughs> Enduring an outdoor basketball court <laughs> and an indoor outdoor pool. He threw on
1: the Averick's coat. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Back to back it. <laughs> What else? This is that slapping fabulous music. Uh-huh. I just need this chorus.
1: But he just got he's 64 bars and running. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's go, Ray. What you doing tonight? <laughs> this is my formal invite. You should just come home to me. Girl. Girl what you doing tonight that album is probably fire (laughs) you should just come home to me girl and this is the same album with wait a minute and the neptunes gave him another song on that album that album is probably a classic
2: a banger
1: anyways sweet lady would would you be be my my sweet love for a lifetime I'll be there when you need me. Just call and reset. That's how I know it's time to go to bed. (laughs) Uh, 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 um, Who sucks? Not Wolf sucks.
2: Death Note coming.
1: Romney Malco sucks.
2: Uh, Small role in a black movie coming.
1: (laughs) Chingy sucks.
2: I saw the video for Houston's whatever song where Chingy was born on there recently. <laughs> I so,
1: like it like the,
2: girl, work that I like that. Nah. I like that. Where yeah.
1: money at like, ooh. I, I <laughs> like that. That was supposed to be the new Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: that was a fail.
1: Um Jai Courtney sucks. Theo James <laughs> sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Is that everybody?
2: Comic-Con sucks. Oh, uh, Miles <laughs> Teller sucks.
1: Oh, yeah, Comic-Con was boo-boo. Hey. Anyways, shout out to King Gansel, the baby driver. hey Except for... I'm going to have to unfollow him on Instagram <laughs> or something. Let me just pull up. I'm going to prolong this episode.
2: Yeah, you don't want to see stuff that uh, because bring you back to the dark side. I
1: was unaware that this was his consistent style. Ansel
2: Oh, he's consistently dressed like he's from Hot Topic?
1: No. Like he's some sort of like like hip hop type guy.
2: He better not have no hat on.
1: Here's now he didn't have a hat on in this picture, but I just let you see him in his white supreme shirt and his goat chain. <laughs> just stuff like that. Oh, but you didn't see the shorts.
2: <laughs> so he dresses like
1: he had on the <laughs> Is the he p- dancing? Poker that um it's Ansel. Of course <laughs> he's hitting the folks. Yeah, I don't wanna um, see stuff like that. Let me see if there's
2: another one. I didn't know he dresses like he was trying to our future. <laughs> yeah,
1: he got on a uh, golf of flair.
2: He work at Complex. Complex <laughs>
1: <laughs> But then he also he also has the Supreme Louis Vuitton Collabo jacket on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ansel got the exclusive. He probably got the fake <laughs> NMDs. Anyways, it's time, to wrap the, it's time to wrap this episode up oh before it gosh. gets crazier. You
2: already know we got to end oh, this Oh, he got
1: this one. He dressed like a... Oh, we're done. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> before so for all the squeaks. We need a new cord for one of these microphones.
2: Before Ansel gets himself <laughs> back on being garbage again, <laughs> we got to end this off with a yeah.
0: <laughs>